Hello, hello, creative souls. Happy fall. I guess we're officially in fall now. I think we have been for a while, but it's really starting to feel like actual fall, which is sock weather, which is pretty exciting because as you maybe know, I like to wear exciting socks. That's where the name of this podcast came from. So I'm pretty excited to get out my collection of fun socks and share more of them with you. I'm not going to talk about my socks today because I'm wearing the same socks as I was last episode, and that doesn't seem very exciting. So we're going to get straight into today's episode, which is all about making the bed. So perhaps this sounds like a peculiar topic for a creativity podcast, and perhaps it is a peculiar topic for a creativity podcast, but we do things a little peculiarly over here sometimes, so I'm going to go with it. We're going to talk about making the bed as a way to support creativity. So what do I mean by making the bed? Two things. First, I mean literally making the bed. So I have a question for you. Please DM me or email me your answer at Maria Catherine or at Maria at Maria Catherine dot com. Is that how you say emails? Maria at MariaCatherine.com. Yes, that's correct. Just had a strange brain moment. Anyway, the thing that I want to know from you is, do you make your bed? Is this an important part of your morning or could you care less? And what about me, you ask? Well, thanks for asking, imaginary listener. Just kidding, you're not imaginary. But Thank you, listener who is not here in time or space, but somewhere else in space and time. Or what even is space and time? Okay, I'm getting a little off track. Back to the point. Do I make my bed? Yes, always, every day. And to some people, that might sound really weird and unnecessary. Other people will agree with me. But the reason that I make my bed every day And I promise this is leading to creativity. So just stick with me for a minute. For me, making the bed is part of how I set myself up for success each day. And by success, I just mean getting myself in the right headspace to take on the day. I find that if I make the bed, I just feel like a more put together human. And that sets me up to show up for my life and my creativity in the way that I want to. It's part of my morning ritual, which is really important to me. Just like putting away dirty dishes, putting away clutter on my desk, putting on clothes. And I think that these little rituals to start our day and the little ways in which we care for our spaces are really important. Just like I talked about last week, I believe that structure is a key ingredient for creativity. Making the bed is one way that I create a structure in my day and my home that makes me feel safe and secure and put together and thus more willing to be creative. Now, if you're not a person who makes your bed, you might argue that it's pointless because it's just going to get unmade at night again. You're not really producing anything. You're just doing something every day that also gets undone every day. And that's true. However, I would argue that the magic of making the bed, if you can call it that, as well as the magic of a creative practice is not the producing, but the process itself. So if you're looking at your creative practice, 
if you're just paying attention to what you make or your output, you might say it's pointless to show up every day because most of the days you don't make anything that makes a difference or maybe you don't have anything tangible to show for it. And you might even make something that gets fully scratched out, thrown out, and start over again tomorrow, which is, right, that's kind of like making the bed. It gets undone. You have to start over again tomorrow. But I believe that if you don't show up today, even if you're feeling quote-unquote uncreative or uninspired, you're not giving yourself the chance to participate in the magic of the ritual of doing this every day. So just like making the bed makes me feel put together and just generally more successful in life, and to be clear, I do not actually use this as a marker of success in life. I'm certainly not judging anyone who doesn't make their bed. And I think it's important to be our uh, to be aware of our own individual definitions of success. But for me to feel successful, making my bed makes me feel that way. And showing up for my creative practice every day also makes me feel successful and that it makes me feel like a real artist. So even if you're not making money with your creativity, which I don't think matters, I think you, well, it matters in some ways, but it does not make you a real artist if you're making money. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Even if you're not totally sure where your creativity is going, If you're showing up every day or if you're showing up on a consistent basis, you're an artist because that's what artists do, right? And again, I don't think this means that you're not an artist if your practice is inconsistent right now. I feel like I've always been an artist and sometimes my practice has been consistent and sometimes it hasn't. But I notice that I feel like an artist if I actually prioritize my art consistently. And that affects how I approach my art and how I talk about my art. So another way that I look at making the bed as a way to support creativity is making the bed as in a garden bed. So if any of you are into gardening, you know that you generally have to prepare the area where you want your garden to grow. First, you need to decide where that area even is, and then you might need to clean it up depending on what's going on there. And then you also probably need to bring in some better soil or compost, again, depending on what's going on there. First step would be to notice. But those are just some examples of how you might set up your garden bed so that your seeds or your plants that you plant there are able to thrive. And so if you think about our creativity like a little baby plant, it also needs some preparation and some nurturing to thrive. So one way that we can prepare the garden bed of our creativity is by carving out the space. Like we talked about in episodes two through four of season three. And so that was all about making physical space, time space, and then energetic space for your creativity. And then once you've made space for the bed, you need to prep the soil. So you need to add some creative compost, something that's going to make the soil more nourishing and nutritious for our creativity. And I'm going to leave you on a little bit of a cliffhanger here because we're going to talk more about that in next episode, how exactly that is that we can 
add our creative compost, things that we can do to nourish our creativity. But in the meantime, I do want to give you a few things to reflect on before we talk again next week. So a few things that you can ask yourself. Again, you might want to journal on these, talk to yourself, talk to your cat. That's probably what I do most of the time. First, what rituals do you have in your daily life that feel supportive? Could be making the bed, could be something else. And then what rituals do you have that don't feel supportive anymore? Something that maybe used to be helpful to you and is just not in this season of your life. Are there any new rituals that you want to experiment with or try adding in? Next, have you made space in your life for creativity? Have you given your creative plants a dedicated garden bed? And if you're not sure or you feel like maybe you haven't, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that series that I just mentioned on making space for creativity a couple episodes back. And then lastly, like I said, we're going to get into this more next episode, but what nourishes your creative practice? What makes you feel inspired? And then once you have maybe a couple ideas on that, how can you experience more of those things? How can you incorporate those aspects into your life even more? If you want some help in making your creative bed, I would love to see you in my workshop on November 18th. I'm doing a workshop on how to make the most of your creative workspace using reflection journaling exercises, some feng shui principles, and some practical tips. And as part of the workshop, I'm also going to be doing a mini deep dive with one lucky participant to work through their space one-on-one. So if you're interested, check the show notes. You can also go to my website, thephilosophersstem.com for more information or to sign up for my newsletter there. And then if you want more one-on-one support in creating a consistent creative practice or setting up your creative space, which I think can be really valuable just to have that accountability and to have kind of somebody to talk to, to work through some of these things that might be preventing a consistent creative practice or might be preventing you from setting up your space in a way that feels supportive. I do have a few spots open this fall for a free coaching call, so If you're interested in snagging one of those spots, the link is in the show notes. I'm so grateful to you, as always, for tuning into the podcast this week. I really, really deeply appreciate you being here. And like I said, if you want to stay in touch even more, you can sign up for my newsletter in the show notes or on my website. And I look forward to talking to you next week. And until then, remember to never wear boring socks.